This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Welcome to Business Influencers. My name is Chris Salem. Welcome, everybody. We hope everyone is having a great week. And if you are new to Business Influencers, you found us here at Tell Radio. We hope that also you could follow us on Apple Podcast as well as Spotify and also our video portion of the show and our YouTube channel at TAL Radio, T-A-L Radio. Again, we want to thank all of you that are listening each and every week as the show continues to grow. It's because of you, we are where we are at. And again, if you have any insights or feedback as to subject matter, content that you would like to see moving forward, feel free to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com. That's chris at christophersalem.com. Today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types and an opportunity to meet new people for the first time. This is a a paid uh, membership program that takes all the noise out of social media, but allows you now to post genuine content and forming genuine, authentic relationships with others and offers a wide array of different services, especially for business owners that is not available elsewhere. Feel free to reach out to them at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. And also final note, they do have a athlete's corner called uh, From Athlete to Entrepreneur, where any former professional athletes that are uh, you know now going into everyday life and into business, there is a platform there for you as well. Again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Today's show, we're going to be talking about the hounds of business. Yes, the hounds of business. You heard me right. We're going to be with our guest, Michael Ashabrainer, and he is known as the Redneck Financial Advisor. And I have personally gotten to know Michael. He has got a great sense of humor, just a genuine, authentic, great guy. And he is going to deliver so much value for you here today. But a little bit about Mike before I introduce him. He grew up poor in the foothills of Kentucky. He was taught the importance of a good education and worth ethic and always had a knack for bringing people together. Despite these admirable qualities in 2010, he found himself in a tough spot many Americans have faced, bankruptcy. He immediately reached out to a financial advisor who quickly became a mentor and helped him turn his life around. He even encouraged him to leverage his own experience to become a financial coach and help others. That business rapidly grew and Mike found himself at the center of another major epiphany. People were enthralled by his down-to-earth advice and endearing redneck persona. And every day he woke up to messages from strangers who had become fast friends, expressing gratitude for his guidance and inspiration. And that's actually how he became known as the redneck financial coach. Today, Mike serves as an unconventional advisor who helps established entrepreneurs grow their net worth through his network His redneck coach title is the perfect description for his straight shooting strategies and down-to-earth advice, and he has been recognized for pioneering a lively and loyal online community called the Hounds of Business, which we'll be talking about today, and has created the Hound Pack principles that give his clients immediate access to an instant community. He is a multi-certified financial advisor known for helping his clients fund their future and multiply their money. And of course, he is world famous for his camouflage cap and cool country proverbs that leave crowds calling for an encore. And without further ado, we welcome Mike Ashabrainer to the show. Mike, how are you doing today? Oh, after that, I'm happy now, Chris. How are you, buddy? Doing great. I love, uh, you know, the conversations you and I have had and 
you know, and I'm really excited to talk about the hounds of business, you know, and when people hear that word hounds, they think of dogs and stuff like that. But let's talk about a little bit about financial principles from the redneck point of view. Yeah. So I appreciate having me on. And it's funny because I'm a live streamer, so I wear my church clothes and nobody's going to be able to see it anyway. Right. I've noticed that. Um, so, hey, you know, you weren't lying. Simplicity, baby. So uh, well, that's yeah, how it, it is here with me. Simpl- t- I got a you know a dress T-shirt. That's it. <laughs> you know, as far as the financial, I mean, I I, I did. I, I, filed, I filed bankruptcy. I did what everybody told me to do. Work hard. You know, I grew up poor and then I grew up middle class. Uh, kind of bounced back and forth. And I, I did what they, right, the proverbial they told us to do. Get a good job, go to school, uh, work hard, and live the American dream. And I did that. I was on path to that. Matter of fact, I double did it, right? I was real ambitious. I got two degrees. I'm an overly educated redneck. And so I got two degrees, didn't want to do any of it. Computers, right? And I can't even use the Etsy sketch nowadays. Uh, that was in 23, uh, 2020, uh, 2003. So what happened was is that I did all the right things. I had a dead end job. Uh, I was miserable. And the house that we had had foundation issues. And it, it was the guy who built all the homes in the city. He, he just, you know, shortcut it and all the homes, six year old homes uh, during a drought. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I was a little closed minded. You know, I didn't you know, I knew what I knew and, and didn't know a lot of stuff. And so my cousin, who is a bigger train wreck than me, man, he's goofy. I, I love him, but he was a goofy <laughs> dude. And we were over his house playing cards because I had to file bankruptcy to get out of that. So the whole culmination of me working hard and going to school was bankruptcy. I mean, so as you can imagine, I was devastated. So my cousin, we're playing cards, we're having fun. And he pulls out this folder. He says, hey, man, I'm going to pay my house off in eight years and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm going to get financially independent. And and I said, yeah, here's what I told him, man. I said, get the hell out of here. I, I thought he was drunk. I said, get away from me. You know, and come to find out he, he was real. So the guy that he was talking to that helps him out, that's the guy who who met, you know, I talked to. And, you know, and I, I tell this story because if, there's three reasons I talked to him. First of all, I've never heard of a financial advisor or anybody, a coach, wanting to work with a broke guy. Uh, I was curious, you know, because of that. Uh, and and then I was, hey, I'm filing bankruptcy. Even if this guy's scandalous, what's he going to get from me, right? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. So that was the key. That was when not just my life changed and I learned what I didn't know, but I learned to be open-minded. And I think that's what really started the trajectory of my life starting to slowly change. It wasn't easy. It wasn't upwards all the way. It was very much a struggle. Uh, but it was just that open-minded, saying, saying no, only after I knew what the heck I was saying no to. Like now I'll, I'll, I'll examine everything. I say yes to opportunities left and right. So that's really what the principle that kind of launched me from this dead end job and narrow mindedness. You know, when life kicks you, you can either stay down and cry about it or you could do something about it. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, like I said, I mean, how you took adversity and all this, this, you know, this experience, you know, a lot of things that were beyond your control and how you turned it into something positive to you know get yourself out of that particular jam and now like think about it like what you know that if it wasn't for that experience you may not be doing what you're doing today no and i wouldn't care about people as much i I think that's the component that's missing it's not just the skill set it's the why do i care why the last thing i was a firefighter i was a you know a blue collar union worker i mean why why would i what would motivate me to go to finance right i ain't doing that you know i don't want to do that stuff but so many people are in the same boat and they're smart people. You're a smart guy. I'm a smart guy, but I don't know. I'm, I'm ignorant 
of a lot of stuff, brain surgery, right? Uh, a lot of things I can't fix engines, you know, all kind of stuff. And I'm ignorant. I'm a bad farmer. No, rednecks and farmers are different in case you're wondering. Uh, <laughs> we're kind of one the same, but one skillful, right? So in farming, but yeah, it's, it's just that catalyst of, of mindset. That's, I think that's what it was, was, you know, just realizing that, hey, you know, let me go out there and learn what I don't know. I th- it's so simple, but yet it'll lose a lot of people. Man. Wow. That, that's that is so great. And so let's talk about, you know, a little bit about the foundation. So with the, when you talk about the hounds of business, when you went through this and you formed that group, but like, again, you, the, the goal was to help people and, and you, this very difficult time in your life that was a challenge and an obstacle and how you now turn this into an opportunity to help people talk a little bit about the foundation of the hounds of business and a little bit about the principles that make up and how you help others through it yeah great question and, and honestly um man because i don't know no other way i'm just honest to a fault sometimes but it was probably the first time that i actually wanted to help myself <laughs> you know i always loved helping people and, and almost to a fault um but what happened Long story short, Chris was COVID hit and we couldn't go out and play anymore. That that was the so I'm building my business, I'm getting my ground and my footing for a couple of years, you know. And I just so we couldn't go out and play face to face. I'm at 39 at the time, and uh, so I did what most of us do, right? And we went on social media. We didn't know what we were doing, and we spammed people and messaging and uh, pitch slap with a P, right? And because we didn't know what to do, I didn't want to be homeless. So I, what am I going to do? And it, it annoyed me as much as it annoyed the people that I was sending messages to, right? I'm in finance. Most people in this country, they, they do not want to hear about money, especially when they didn't ask you, right? Uh, and if you spend any length of time on LinkedIn, you know what I'm talking about. So, or any social media. Uh, so what happened was, is I just, I said, listen, I met a guy that it was a year and a half ago, two Christmases ago. And like the Wizard of Oz, Chris, he just pulled the curtain back. He started talking about things. He reached out to me, started talking about things, about attracting and repelling and and putting myself out there and building relationships. And I thought, wow, this is what I almost paid five grand for someone to do <laughs> and teach me this. This guy was doing it for free. So I'm no dummy, man. At that point, I'm coachable. I'm the most coachable. If he told me to do jumping jacks in the street, I wouldn't. I'd done them like a dunce, man. So this went on for a couple months. And so last March... Or I'm yeah, last March, this guy, he's a cage fighter direct dude. He says, Hey man, your profile sucks. Talking about my LinkedIn profile. He says, Your profile <laughs> stinks and you're wearing a suit. Why? And I said, Well, that's what you do when you're a fiduciary and all that. You, you, you know, you're a dork and you use proper language and proper attire. And he says, Is it working for you? Oh, hell no. It's not working <laughs> for me at all. He said, So what do you got to lose? I said, What do you mean? He says, Well, you're a pink neck, you know, working class type of guy. He said, why don't you let people see that? And I said, oh, I didn't know that was an option. He says, why not? I, you gotta, so I'm a good logic guy, right? Like I understand logic. I'm not making money anyway. So what, what, what harms are going to cause? I tell you what, that was the launching pad for the hounds. I had no idea what we were. I didn't set out to build a community. I, quite honestly, all I wanted to do was like Chris Rock jokes about Zuckerberg making Facebook to make friends, right? That's basically what I was doing. I said, instead of hitting people upside the head with stuff they don't want to know about yet, how about I just use my LinkedIn growth experience since I'm growing uh, in all my life experience, things that I've learned. How about I just meet people where they're at, teach them, love on them and, and 
build that know, like, and trust. Because I already have the best value. Nobody can compete with me. And that's not cocky talk. That's just, that's the truth. Uh, just the way it's designed. But nobody cared because they didn't know who I was. I look like everyone else, right? And that's true for any industry you're in. So what happened, and this is what I told him. I said, listen, everybody in my industry is looking for Joe Rogan and Oprah. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find Joe Rogan and Oprah before they're Joe Rogan and Oprah. Yeah, right? exactly. And so I said, hey, how about this? If you, if, I'm going to help you out and we'll build a relationship. Guess who's going to come after you? You make two, $3,000 now a month because you're just starting, but you're going to make 20 grand. I'm going to help you do it. I'll teach you all I know, teach you business, whatever. And then guess who's going to come after you? Oh yeah, every financial person on earth is going to come after you. And then you're going to tell them, no, thank you because the redneck was here when I was broke. I'm going to stick with him. And they said, sure. And I said, no, do I have your word? That's the real foundation of the hounds is I just wanted people to know. I give all this value for free. I'm, I'm the real deal. I'm going to shoot it straight. And guess what happened? That people started referring, not just referring, endorsing, uh, going out of their way to bring people and bring opportunities to me. Uh, and that is the foundational principle of the hounds. Re kindergarten skills and reciprocity. That's how it all started, Chris. That's uh, unbelievable. Great. And what are some of the things in, in the hounds? Is it like a now a play like a i mean it's a community right you know people can really you know get to connect with one another be feel that they can be transparent and share and you know and i guess when you know when you're in communities like that you could really you know we can now learn to grow and expand from any challenges that we're going through oh yeah absolutely and, and again it, i look at this I, I don't knock other people everybody's got styles like there's transactional people if you sell trinkets on ebay or amazon you probably don't need this that much you probably could but you don't need the relationship and you know yep. relying on people to to endorse you and all these kind of things so it, it's not that eagles and penguins are better than one another it's just i don't have anything in common with a flightless bird living in the arctic right yeah exactly so yeah, so that's what this is about attracting like a bug zapper, right? Trying to get people to see who you are. And so a lot of entrepreneurs, people who are transitioning from careers uh, into entrepreneurship, uh, people who are, maybe they made their first million, but they're ambitious and they want their second million, right? They want to expand in, into territories. So, but what separates us from most is that we're not trying to just vanity metrics on LinkedIn and growth. We're not trying to just make money. We value relationships, man. And I know you know, in our community, we had somebody, we had somebody that daughter uh, was trying to uh, attempt a suicide. Now, you know, as well as I do, that's not something that you're going to put out in a, in a business setting anytime soon. Oh, so, yeah. That, no, there, people go, oh, I can't rely on, you know, all that stuff. And I'm here to tell you, I, I'm glad they didn't hide it. We rallied around each other. Um, you know, we don't throw stones in our glass houses, man. I've got, you know, life issues as well. Uh, so many top level professionals in this community, round, you know, rallied around each other. Uh, and I and I dare I dare you to steal my clients. You, you can't because we're almost we're like brothers and sisters now, right? Like, you know, and, and it's it's not weird. We make we're all about business, man. We make money. We the pack means business. That's what we mean. We mean business. We're here to make money, but we're not just about the money. I, I'll put it this way: You ever heard the old saying? Um, it's not personal. It's just business. Yeah. Man, nothing could be further from the daggum truth as far as I'm concerned. It, it again of of. A physical at the doctor's office might be, I'm sorry, I work with people's money. It can't get more personal than that. And I, and I like it that way. I, I love looking at my calendar. I could be down and tired. I look at my calendar, see, you know, eight appointments, and I love every one of them. That can get you up to the next level. That is, that's what is important to me. 
Uh, and that's what's important to a lot of us and, and connections and and we're vetted. That's the thing. When I say go meet with Tom or Chris, you better believe Tom and Chris is vetted, man. There's no shadiness <laughs> with those people. And I think that's what's the authenticity is what's attracting people in drones now, Chris. That's great. That's great. I love it. I love when I see communities like that where it's built upon, you know, open communication, you know, values, transparency. But hey, we're here to make money together. We're here to help each other. And, you know, that's what it's all about and, and so on. So I love that. And what would be some of the things like in terms of, you know, when you look at some other principles that you feel like you, you know, the group, you know, the uh, helps people to kind of evolve into anything else that you, you could share, Mike, Mike, what that could help shed insight there? Yeah. Kindergarten skills. You'll hear this. We have, um, well, every third, every other Thursday, and I just started doing this. I'm doing a town hall. So it's a group webinar so I can talk to people, many people at once about the hounds. Uh, but you'll hear us say it over and over again. Don't forget your dadgum kindergarten skills. And what that means, and share your crayons, right? It's far too often you see everybody emphasizing marketing and branding and all of these technical things. To me, Chris, I don't, you know, I love to know what you think, but to me, that's like building or planning to build the second story of your house before you have the foundation built. Yeah. And the foundation to this community is, is, hey, I actually care about others. So what that means, I'll give you a practical example. When I go on LinkedIn, I don't, I hardly ever, ever send out connection requests or messages. What, what I do and what I teach in my group coaching and, and people who hire me is what I teach is, is to get you to do it. In fact, think about it. That's why I'm here. I didn't reach out to you. I did stuff to make you reach out to me, right? It works. It works on the best of us. It works on Chris. So uh, that's the secret. And how do you do it? Well, there's many ways to do it, but the ultimate way is bringing somebody value. I, I don't lead with what I do. You don't care. You got your own business. You got stuff to do in your life. You don't care about me, but you will care about me if I'm bringing you uh, lots of uh, value. So a, a concrete example, I, I, somebody said, go check this lady's live stream lady didn't have hardly any followers had 2000 followers which you know ain't nothing on linkedin right and people don't really take it seriously so i, I got on there and I, I was loving what i seen i'm like this is a real person who just needs a boost just like me uh a, a year ago so i i, I said i'm going to call in the hounds i put that in the comments you know and you can see the eye roll like who is this goofy dude you know what's that and then 22 people show up in five minutes to watch your show now, let me ask you a question. If you were doing a live stream and two people was all that ever watched you, and now you got 25 because a guy in a camo hat popped up and said, hi, you probably want to meet that guy if you want to keep doing that. So those are the type of principles that just kind of caught on. I mean, I'm like the anorexic, you know, Santa Claus out here, man. And it's like, it's like, hey, and, and good people reciprocate. But the key is sort people. You, you can't you can't waste it on the wrong people, Chris. And I think that's yeah. how people screw up. Wow. That's great what you shared. I love that. Love that. Any other things like when you talk about like, you know, when we look at your financial side of, of your business and what would be the, you know, the best way to really help somebody achieve what's important to men? You know, is, is it more than just like, you know, again, you know, recommending the right mutual funds or, you know, bonds or certain types of investment vehicles that could allow them to do that? But is it you get involved in really getting to help to see a clearer picture of how they like would like their life to be or what they're trying to accomplish, and then obviously you know mapping out a plan that's going to help them to do that. I don't want to get into any specifics, but that again, Chris, that you you hit the nail on the head. 
when I talked about specific things, and it could be in person, it could be anywhere. It could be on a webinar. But when I talked about, you know, technical investments or, you know, specific, uh, you know, financial areas, nobody cared because they didn't know who I was. They were just, or, or most likely in any, almost every industry has already got somebody makes you hate that industry, right? I mean, yeah. you've probably seen somebody that just rubbed you the wrong way and you're like, oh, another, uh, sous chef or whatever it may be so i think what happened was is i realized stop talking nobody asked you about money nobody asked you to give them that what what i did was is i started looking around at life and i started focusing on on the values of the things that i enjoyed the things that were important my family you know how i interacted with my daughters you know because um, just to say hey i like to work mostly with us you know single uh, professional women sounds weird but but there's a reason behind it it's not weird it's because I have daughters, right? And I want them to grow up in a better way. And I want them to, to have businesses and do whatever they want to do, if that's the case. And I started talking about that and talking about it in person, on LinkedIn, wherever I could talk about it. And that's what I think people fail at. They, they, Well, that's not going to get you business. We don't need all that jazz. We're here to make money only. Yeah, but when's the last time you you wanted to happily pay somebody you hate it, Chris? I mean, think, come on, dude. Uh, like, I, I want to have somebody that's vested interest in what, what's important to me or helps me to pinpoint what could be important and then guiding me to, you know, get there. You know, it doesn't mean that it's all, that's why you're an advisor. It's not just about the finances, it's about helping them really carve out what's important in their life. And then we can work on the means to for the, get the money that's necessary to make that happen. Yo, that's it. I, I spend lots of time talking about plant in layman's terms. I talk about chickens. I explain, I explain using a farm analogy. Three minutes, teach you everything you need to know about it. But but the point is, is we have plain discussions. I, I'll give you an example. So I go to my cousin's neck of the woods. That's real redneck. Uh, so I sit down and I'm start talking about yields and all. You can hear the shotguns clicking. You don't go to the country talking all weird and foreign language, right? You don't talk about you know dividends and stuff. But what, what I had to do was put it in plain English, you know, and when you put it in plain English and you gave somebody option A and option B, they're smart enough. Once they understand it, they can make a good decision. Hey, there's two bags of groceries, option A and option B. Well, all they bought was A because that's all they ever had. Now B is better, more nutritious and cheaper. Everybody in the country said, well, yeah, now that I know about option B, I'll take B. So it's all about a true educational approach. But we're trying to find out and translate what these folks want. What do you want it? Where are you? What's important to you? Why would you ever talk about something to somebody if you don't know anything about them? How could you recommend anything? Could you imagine your doctor? You walk in with a chest coat and he writes you fungal medicine prescription you know, and, and he didn't take your temperature, nothing, ask a question. And he said, well, I work for Pfizer, so just take that. I get paid to sell fungal yeah. medicine. Well, but why is it okay in, our, in my industry? Well, the answer is not okay. It's just people don't know any different. So whether it's my industry, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's whatever, just start talking to people and you can't fake it. Actually care about them. Go at your business with, with hey, how can I truly help this person? And, and I'll, I'll, I won't hire, I won't, I won't let people hire me. If they're not a good fit, I'll re recommend them to some other person. I do, I do it on every aspect. Oh, yeah, it's integrity, business. you know, value is so important. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Wow, this is, this is powerful powerful stuff. I mean, Michael, I know you have so much more to share and I know we, we this is only a half an hour show and I know we got to have you back on for round two, talk about the oh, yeah. more about the principles of, of being a part of the hounds of business. 
I would like to people learn learn a little bit more about you, how they can get in contact with you. Also information, how they can learn more about the hounds of business. And you have this uh, next minute or so, if you could share that information and how people can get to know you, reach out to you and learn more about the hounds of business. Oh, absolutely. So Mike Asherbrenner. All right. So I, I doubt anybody will be able to spell that uh, on LinkedIn. Um, or the simple way is to go to the website. It's it's still being built, but there's enough there to find me and you can contact me. It's redneckfinancialcoach.com. So redneckfinancialcoach.com. Uh, that'll has all my social media links, all the silly stuff. And yeah, you can see me doing redneck Pilates. It's not a joke. All right. So go ahead and laugh, but, but it's good stuff. All right. Uh, but more than anything, Chris, appreciate the opportunity. I'm all about just being being there for people. If, if people want to do better in life, you know, I don't know about you, but I had negative tapes telling me I'm not good enough for 40 years. And the hounds, my business, why I get up in the morning, all points to one thing, man. It's about pushing somebody up. There's so many unhappy people with so many daggum skills and talents, and they're just suppressed. This is not a place you're going to be judged. Now, you can't sit around and be your same old self here either. Right? You're not going to just sit around and be lazy and nothing. But you don't have to worry about being judged, man. We're just here to push people up. We're going to do things, all boats rise. So if you're looking for that kind of community where people are vetted, uh, it may not be your cup of tea. You can come and go. I don't have an ego in this. I just want people to come and, and get in where they fit in. And if you don't fit in, come back later. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Well, Beautiful. Michael, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be with us here today. So much great information. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and all that you do. My pleasure. Hey, great show. My, I'll come back anytime. I'm looking forward to it, Chris. We love to have you. And uh, again, listeners, those listening later, feel free to reach out to Michael, get to know them and uh, get involved with the hounds of business. You will not regret it. And again, all that information will also be here in the show notes on how you can reach Michael, not only on LinkedIn, but also at his website and the other areas you'll find him here on social media. With that being said, we want to thank you listeners each and every week joining us here at Business Influencers. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Michael Direct, or you can reach out to us and we'll make sure to put you in touch with him. And if you have any questions about future content you'd like to see here on the show, reach out again at chris at christophersalem.com. So then everybody have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Take care. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.